What's up, world? What's up, world? Welcome back to another episode of Late Night Driveway Conversation. We actually switched the name up to Mac to Mac, aka Mac Squared. It's your boy, Young Mac, aka Hollywood Mac, aka Kobe, man. He was my co host. Man, 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 man. It's your boy. <laughs> Return of the Mac, man. Back at it again with, with the boy. Young Mac, Hollywood Mac, you did, you did. Hollywood Cole. If you're looking for me, you can find me on Twitter at Young Mac, nineteen eighty six. You can find me on Instagram at just Young Mac eighty six. Uh, you can find Mac at. Uh, I believe I'm Return of the Mac. The Return, the E and the Return is a three. The of is a, a zero. The Mac at Twitter and uh, on Instagram as well. Uh, it's a bunch of family pictures on there, so. I'm trying to make my daughter uh Instagram star. And yeah, ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong Hey, they be getting them views, bro. Hey, yeah, they do, though. Yeah, yeah. They... You get like 10 likes. Yeah. They get like 10 yeah, likes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but when they see a picture with me, it boosts my confidence. Oh, super. It boosts my ego up. You be like, we got 100 <laughs> likes, mama. We got 100. Man, 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 Bring the horns. Get the horns for that. Can we get the horns for that? Can we get the, the, the quarantine radio gunshot? Pop, 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 pop. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, nah. Most definitely. Uh, 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 how was your Easter, bro? Uh, Easter was good. You know, uh, usually it's a big family event, but uh, we can't have it too big anymore. Yeah. We would love to be uh, in New Orleans for it with the rest of my yeah. family, but uh, nine or less right now, right? Nine yeah, or less, ten or less. I thought it was ten. That, well, I, I just say nine because that tenth person, you start getting real weird yeah, about yeah. that. Cat. Yeah, that's true. That's true. If somebody sneezed wrong, you'd be like, "All right, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Break oh, out the, what? break out the Lysol. What <laughs> whole party? Oh, I'm about to air this whole, whole out. You know what I'm saying? With the Lysol, I'm about to air the whole party out. Niggas had guns at parties back in the day. Now we got Lysol. Yeah. Out. You know what little, I'm saying? Little spray Everybody, bottles. Yeah. Everybody gotta go. But yeah, it's um, it was good though. We uh usually boil crawfish, so that's what I did for the family. I, um, it's only about five of us. Uh, share Easter baskets and a couple of gifts. My mom used to go uh all out and be extravagant with it, so we tried to uh pay homage to her and make Always. sure we keep her uh alive with us. But that was uh, yeah. How about you, man? What y'all do for Easter? Uh, similar, Easter bro. Similar, bro. Uh, about four or five of us. Uh, I actually had my son this weekend. I co-parent with his mom, so I, I had him this weekend, and we did a small thing. My mom still made Easter baskets, and he got his Easter basket and ate all the candy halfway by now. And it is only Tuesday, but he ate all the candy by now. He only had no teeth in a little bit. That, that right now sounds like a, uh, a dentist bill right now. Uh, what? Probably. What? Yeah. An essential dentist bill. Had that. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? So... Yeah, no doubt. It was it was it was uh it was cool though. We had a little barbecue, nothing major. Uh, you know, similar to y'all, man, uh my my brother and and pops don't be at the the function no more, they passed on. So we kinda keep it going for them. Yeah. But nothing major, you know, you know, mm-hmm. watch a little uh T V, you mm-hmm. know, the rewinds of uh, ridiculousness yeah. and and whatever else was on, you know. You hear TV. That laugh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of that, course. That goddamn laugh, man. But um, but yeah, man. So uh, today we go. We decided we're gonna do two episodes a week. It'll be on Tuesdays and Fridays and yeah. things like that. So y'all uh, be looking out for us and things like that. But um, what I want to start this show off with now, man, is uh, talk about the NFL a little bit and uh, oh, ooh, let's talk about the red. 
Oh, and man. blue and the white. Y'all oh, red, white, and blue man. too? Yeah, yeah let's yeah. talk about them good G-Steel old. G-Steel blue, you did? Let's talk about them good old Texans. Yeah, you know okay. what I mean? Battle red, you know what I'm saying? Battle red. <laughs> I don't know y'all be going. Y'all battle with y'all selves. Y'all, right we definitely battle with ourselves right now. So, what I really want to ask is, man, um, what about Bill O'Brien and the, and the Texans? I mean, it's been a bunch of uh, off-season trades. I see a different uh, fans' reactions, and I know you're a fan, a big diehard fan. Die I mean, it's kind of hard for me because, like, I mean, like I said, I live in New Orleans, but I, uh, I live here in Houston now. I've been here for about almost like 20 years now and uh you kind of want to root for the home team sometimes like i root for the astros but with the with the rockets and the texans a different story for me but like so what's going on with these texans because like it seems like they're shooting themselves in the foot not only as an organization but like with their fan base and uh bill o'brien with their hires and giving him even more power do you think he's doing the things the right way and with the best interest for like the team, the organization, and for the fans, or do you think it's solely about what he sees and he's being like a dictator with his vision? It's truly becoming a dictatorship, and man, we're going down with Napoleon, man. We're really going down. Don't get me wrong, man. Um, I I get it. I get it. I get it. Whatever. It works for the Patriots, but that's the Patriots. You know what I'm saying? Right. And Bill track history, he hasn't really earned the right to be like, I should deserve to be coach and GM. I don't believe a coach should also be GM because it's kind of like uh, checks and balances. So now without checks and balances, if he has a problem with a player, like it seems he has a problem with a lot of the players, he's getting rid of them, and they're good players. He just got rid of a guy that, that's going to the Hall of Fame and probably has another 10 years on him, at least another five prime years on him, and you got rid of him. This kid has missed two games in the last five years. He's had a kid that's grown man in DeAndre Hopkins. And you got rid of him. And you brought in Randall Cobb, who is an okay player. Not mm-hmm. not DeAndre Hopkins. He's a great player, but not DeAndre Hopkins. You brought in Brandon Cooks, who was, was once a Saint. Yeah, he was a Saint. But he's also not he's not he's not he's not DeAndre Hopkins. Like Hop did for you what nobody else could have ever thought of doing for you. Yeah. You know, he was here when we when the season we had four different starting quarterbacks in one year and he led the, the league in receiving yards, receptions, and no drops that year. Yeah. So, I mean, the only thing he didn't lead in was touchdowns, which was led by uh, uh, Antonio Brown that year, which Antonio Brown had been, and they were just bombing that thing. But to me, it's becoming like, is he doing things for the greater good of the team or for what he thinks is the greater good of the team? Because it doesn't feel right. It, it doesn't. It doesn't. It, I'm, I'm sure it doesn't feel right for you, but from even from the outside looking in, it doesn't even seem right. Damn, you know what I mean? Because like, you don't want teams to just... Just do boneheaded moves. You want to see at least be competitive or, yeah. or spread out along along the league, around the league. Because if, if I told you that I'm gonna trade DeAndre Hopkins to the to the to the Cardinals, and I'm gonna get back a second round pick, but then I'm gonna take that same second round pick and trade it to the Rams for Brandon Cooks. You mean to tell me that your best player was worth Brandon Cooks? I don't. I don't think that's what he's thinking. I think he's thinking that the. In total, with Randall Cobb and Brandon Cooks, and their their firm belief, because even you said that Will Fuller is a problem when oh, yeah. when when he plays, when he plays, and like now you can also say it's not all Will Fuller that's doing all that. It's a combination of Watson, uh, Hopkins, and then Will Fuller taking the cap off of the defense. But he does look really really good when he does play. And if you add Randall Cobb, which is he's terrific at what Randall Cobb does. I like I like what Randall yeah, Cobb does. Yeah, yeah. And then you add in Brandon Cooks and Kendall Steele, uh, Kenny Steele. Kenny Steele. Yeah. I like he was also once a state. Yeah, and yeah. then I don't know why you get David Johnson, yeah. but you already got Duke Johnson. Yeah. But y'all haven't had a, a solid running back. I mean, Alfred Blue was solid, but not yeah, as solid yeah, as yeah. Arian Foster was for you guys. So I kind of see that, but 
do you think that in total all those moves make sense or no? You, uh, on one end, if you just on paper look at it, maybe. But like as a realist and as an emotionalist, because I, you know, you bleed, you ride with the team, you cry with the team, all that good stuff. No, because mm-hmm. uh, you look at it. Well, you, I, I say this to say that as a backhanded compliment, kind of. We took a guy in Carlos Hyde last year who's never had a thousand yard uh, season in his career. We made him a thousand yard rusher. I think if he would have resigned, it may have changed some other moves. We wouldn't have really went after David Johnson because we would have had Carlos Hyde and David Johnson coming, uh, Duke Johnson coming back. But because he didn't resign with us, you know, I, let me say this. Let me preface it this: anybody and everybody out there, as a professional, if you can get paid more money, go get paid more money. I will never, never, never be mad at a man for going to chase a check. Mm-hmm. Now, as a personal fan, I want you to stay with us. Mm-hmm. But as a human being, I totally understand you, you capitalizing. This, we live in a capitalistic society. So if you capitalize on, your, on your, your highest value, I totally agree with it. I'm all for it. But let me say something like this. Because usually these types of things happen to smaller market yes, teams. Yes, and, uh, yes. But we're talking about the Texans. Like yeah. we we're Houston, Texas. Yeah. We got the fourth, fourth largest yeah, fourth city. Largest, yeah. So we're not a small market. We're not yeah. like Buffalo. Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're not yeah, like yeah. that or something like that. We are a main figure city. Like, you know somebody that knows somebody. That everybody yeah, 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 yeah. So it's a big money city. So it's crazy to see him leave to go get some money from Arizona, which they're going to probably be pretty good, at least on they, offense. But yeah, on offense, they should be amazing. So let me, let me kind of veer it off of like Hopkins a little bit. We'll stay with the Texans, though. What's next for Watson? Because he, I feel like, especially the quarterback is the main position in football. That is your prize possession. You build everything around that. So, like, should this be like a trust the process with Philly type of thing? Or should he, as a young talent, have faith in the organization that drafted him? Because they're making questionable moves. You take away my top receiver. He's probably too young. They're probably not in, like, inquiring yeah, him on these yeah, moves. Yeah, 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 so, like, I'm not saying they're in panic win-now era, but, like, they should definitely want to take advantage of Watson's young age and not waste it on just science experiments because I don't think they should be thinking about rebuild while they have him because you definitely want to try to strike while the iron's hot and then see how the latter part of his career plays out, right? Yeah, of course. I feel as if, though, um, a team that I respect a lot and a GM I respect a whole lot is Icy Newsom. You know what I'm saying? And the way that he did his thing with the Baltimore Ravens, where he had a young Joe Flacco, he wasn't paying him a lot of money. Same thing with the Seahawks when they were winning. Same thing with with uh, the Chiefs. The Chiefs are gonna have the same same similar pro- problem. You when you have a rookie quarterback that's as phenomenal ph- phenomenal as you know uh, Russell Wilson and a Lamar Jackson or Patrick Mahomes, you can build everything else around them because you have them for cheap for so many years. I'm not a Cowboy fan, but you have to add Dak Prescott. Got, got to. No disrespect to Dak. Uh, although I don't think Dak is a $35 million guy, but that's another story. Um, I, I feel as if, though, Deshaun is going to ask for the max amount of money, whereas if you may have kept weapons around him and he was winning, he'd have been like, you know what, I don't need the max money up front, but at some point you're going to pay me. I think now... You're going to pay him sooner than later because he's going to be like, if you don't pay me, I'm just going to go somewhere where they will pay me and get away from here because it's so dysfunctional. Absolutely. So Absolutely. I, I, I hate it because I think that this is just me personally. I think that you could have moved someone like, uh, he's a hometown favorite. You can move someone like JJ and got picks for him and got more picks than cheap guys that could have came in. Not saying they would have been good players, but draft picks are cheap. They're not they're not mm-hmm. they're not getting max salary. So you can get a cheap mm-hmm. guy that way and get him to come and produce and, you know, make your regime last longer. But now I feel as if though now we have like a three to four year window. 
to where we're going to pay Deshaun, and when Deshaun gets paid, it's going to be like forty mil a year, like maybe lower that because Dak. You see the numbers right yeah, now. Yeah, they're jumping through the roof. Dak might get thirty seven a year. But also, but before we go into the quarterback a little bit more, you said something about JJ. I think that is a Bill O'Brien guy. If I had to make an assumption and things like that, he's probably not having the baby mama drama that he's labeling <laughs> on D-Hop. JJ's not having that problem. And yeah. you, you feel what I'm kind of going with? I don't want to say too much, but I'm yeah. saying that he's that's probably one of Bill's guys that he... He's a sweetheart for the city. He, he, he has a great eye. You know, he looks good on paper. He looks good on TV. Uh, he's a clean-cut guy. He doesn't bring any drama, any, any, any bad... Pub, he uh he seemed like a, a all in all guy. Some people feel type of way about JJ because they're like, okay, he did the hurricane relief thing, but where the money go and all that. So you know, it is what it is there. But I truly feel as if though, I really feel as if though we, we're investing too much in the one one guy that doesn't necessarily. He is a game changer, but he's not a championship changer. He's a game changer yeah. if he's in the game. Yeah. But half the time, he's not in the Man, game. He hasn't he's, played a full season in maybe four or five years. Half the time, I feel like he spends more time at H-E-B making commercials and things like that. <laughs> more than he does on the field. I mean, Factual. come on now. Factual. like Leave the commercials Factual. to the Astros, and then Factual. you you just worry about getting on the field. I, I, I agree. I, I don't know exactly where our team is going right now, and it makes me a little weary. But sometimes, I will say this too, because I'm going to bring in baseball we may not talk too much baseball on the show, but I'm bringing baseball. The Washington Nationals traded their best player away and won a World Series. They traded Bryce Harper away, who was their hands down easiest best player, probably top 10 player in the league. They traded him away, and people are like, oh, they're done. And they go on the same season and win a championship. So if, if Bill O'Brien does that, I'm all for the trade. But if it doesn't happen... Are you, are you saying Bryce Harper is like J.J. Watt? No, I'm saying Bryce Harper's because he's like, not the best player. On no, 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 no. I'm <laughs> saying I'm saying Bryce Harper was more of DeAndre Hopkins in the mm. sense that Hopkins produced for us all the time. We could always. It was crazy because Hopkins was double teamed literally all game, every game. There was always somebody over top. Even though no disrespect to Hopkins, he's not a speedy receiver that's gonna burn and take off for 20, 20 yard go routes and the nines and the flies. He really was a possession receiver, but they kept a safety over top of him so you couldn't throw it over top. Except for Will Fuller. Yeah. Will Fuller plays. It's a, it's a different story. I, what I'm hoping is going to happen is with Will Fuller coming in, I think, or with, I'm sorry, with the other guys they brought in with Will Fuller and Kenny Stills, is we're going to have a more wide open offense and we're going to get down the field more often. And our tight ends will be more. Uh, intermediate receivers and our wide receivers going to be down the field guys because Watson has the arm and the accuracy to get it to him. We just have to find a way to make it work. And we still got to pay Lermy Tunsil. Who hasn't got paid yet? Y'all got to pay y'all got to pay those lines. That's what I'm y'all saying. So it's, it's crazy, man. He's he's not you say all these things about his arm. I say what really keeps him in the game and really keeps the the Texans in the game. It's his legs. Mm-hmm. His mobility to move around because nobody's really protecting him. And then you got his main guy is double covered. He still gets him the ball somehow. He's a you can call him a once in a generation talent, but like the plays he makes are mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson Jackson esque or really this is really at oh, this yeah, point yeah, it's yeah. become that's just what Deshaun Watson yeah. does. Because to be fair, I think that if you put Deshaun Watson, if you flip flop Deshaun Watson and either Lamar Jackson or Patrick Mahomes, I don't know if either one of those guys would be as successful here as he is. He's a proven winner on every level. The dude literally went to Al- went to uh, uh, Clemson and. Single handedly beat Alabama when Alabama is probably the greatest defense will, you've ever seen. 
I won't I won't say single handedly. He had, yeah, he had yeah. great talent around him, and, and that's Hunter's just what real. like Mahomes has. He yeah. has great talent around him. But even Lamar Jackson, you bring in Mark Ingram, you got somebody behind him, and then you got a bunch of different guys. with you Sneed, uh, the tight end is really good, and right with the Ravens, and then you can rely on that defense. And you, of course, with, if they're wearing purple, you definitely have a good defense. But. Of course, of course. But yeah, nah. But yeah, I, I we talk about our quarterback. Let's switch it up a little bit, cause you from New Orleans. <laughs> you from New Orleans, you feel me? So, so let's talk about Joe Saints, man. Sure. Let's, let's well, talk how, about how do you how do you feel about the fact that they let Teddy go? Uh, uh, they re-signed Drew to to a nice contract. Nonetheless, they just signed Michael Thompson last year. The money ain't just flowing through 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 Canal Street. You dig what I'm saying? What do you think y'all gonna look like this year, especially with Tom Brady coming to y'all division? Uh, Teddy Bridgewater going to the the Panthers, uh, Todd Gurley going to Atlanta. Do you think the division offensively just got a whole lot better or what? Um, I I won't even say that it got a whole lot better because if you don't look at this season, you look at the season prior. Okay, we had it was still Drew Brees. Yeah, we still had Matt Ryan fresh off of that MVP. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You had Jameis, and Jameis is a, is a gunslinger. Whether yeah, he's yeah. gonna miss or he's gonna make, you you kind of live with that. That's kind of like. A shooting guard in yeah. any basketball team. You're yeah. going to live with them going yeah. 8 for 20, 16 for 20. Whatever they give you. Whatever they yeah, give yeah. you, you're going to take it. And then Carolina had Cam Newton, oh. which he was just an MVP, and they went to the Super Bowl. So we've always had a tough division offensively. Yeah. Defense, probably not so much. But offense right now is, is king in the NFL. It is. It, it really is. You look at Mahomes, you look at Jackson, and those guys, they're, they're scoring, 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 scoring. So now I think that it's kind of weird because we let Teddy go. And, like, you never believe the reports throughout the season, this past season, when they were like, oh, we believe in uh, Taysom Hill, Taysom yeah, Hill. Yeah. And we're not, we're not believing in Teddy, even though we love Teddy. Yeah. We're going to ride with Taysom. They kind of solidified that that uh, static by letting Teddy go yeah. to a, down the road. Yeah. And then we kept Taysom. And then what kind of worried me even more so is that Drew Brees is out here signing retirement deals, yeah, and we yeah. got a season to come up. Like we're not, yeah. we're not long shots. We are teams. We're a team that mix. keeps getting yeah. unlucky. Like four, mix. three years, like three to four years in a row, we've been, we just been unlucky. The Minnesota yeah. Miracle, we got beat by Kirk Cousins. I don't know how again, but really, last this past season was Drew Brees' fault. Let me just put that out there. That was his fault. He was hurt though a little bit. The refs killed us against the Rams. That was horrible. And so we just had bad luck after bad luck after bad luck. So Let me now, ask you this. Do you think the Saints are the modern day... I, you're younger than me. I'm not super old, but I do remember as a kid, the Raiders really felt that the league was against yeah. them. Do you feel that the Saints are the Absol- new day Raiders? Absolutely. Like you, you feel like you got... In the beginning of the season, you're always talking about the Saints. The Saints, the Saints, the Saints, yeah. the Saints. We got this. We were like the, the best two seed ever, but we got unlucky. Now this year, they're going to switch it that the two seed doesn't have to play a game. We're like, dang, you would have gave us that luxury. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, now you got you can review passing affairs. Like, mm. It always, our luck just comes afterwards. It's like they got, the league got voodoo on us. You know what I mean? So that's, 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 and that's, that's a little concerning compa- for us. I compared y'all to the Raiders because literally the Raiders get cheated. The two biggest things, they, I ain't going to say cheated. They got some mishaps happen. The two biggest things is... The Pittsburgh game when uh, uh, they played against uh, uh, Terry Bradshaw and the miracle catch, uh, Franco catch, Franco Harris catch. Mm-hmm. A lot of Raiders say he didn't catch that ball. The ball hit the ground. Yeah, hey, I don't know. <laughs> I wasn't alive to see it, so I, I can't yeah, argue I it. But then the Raiders also were cheated with the tuck rule. That's probably the biggest, like, I ain't going to lie. Don't get me wrong, Tom. You're a great quarterback. But I feel as if, though, I had a stepbrother. Shout out to my stepbrother, Jermaine. 
who played for the Raiders. And if they win that game, they would have won the Super Bowl that year against the Rams. The Raiders were just that nice that year. But they lost in Foxborough and the history's history. But I really feel as if, though, the Saints are in the same boat. They, they, really, they really, really, really mistreated y'all in a sense that y'all sit up here and literally kill all season. James Hart style. Be putting up unreal numbers. Teams teams be like, oh, you know, we'll watch the Cowboys. Da, da, da. And y'all come show up every week, week in, week out. You know, NFL's tough to win week to week. People say what they want to say, but it's tough to win week to week when you're talking about professionals, true professionals. Lost three games all year. I know. Four games all four. year. Four. And, and y'all, y'all did everything I had to do. And yet, I, I think Drew kind of hurt y'all in the playoffs because Drew wasn't Drew this he year. Wasn't. He was still hurt. He was. But let, me, something. But let me ask you this, though. Since we're talking quarterbacks, you think Dak gonna get by 38, 39? What you think he's gonna get? I think Dak can get whatever he wants. I you think, think so? I, I think that the formula is against him because, like you know, the owners always look at this formula yeah. like, oh, successful teams are with teams with the quarterback takes the hometown discount. Like that's just like the the whole little thing, and it don't help that he. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it don't help. What I was saying, what I was saying, what I was saying. But I will say this to defend Dak because I don't know if I, I don't know if you remember. Some guys remember before the draft that Dak came in. I said the Texans should have took draft. They should have drafted him in the third round. Don't worry about going to get a quarterback in the first second round because I believe the same draft is a uh, Derek uh, Derek Carr. I believe. I believe. I'm not sure. Dak. Dak. I believe. Came the same draft with Derek, Derek right? Oh, no, 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 no. Jimmy no, G, no, him no. came out together. Him and Jimmy G came Something out together. Like that. I don't know. Because Jimmy G was second round, and then he came out third. But I thought the Texans could have took him because I thought he was a. I thought he would, he would have been a good fit here as a guy that could have segued you to getting your guy. Listen, listen. listen. But my thing Dak, is, Dak been a problem since yeah, state. Yeah. He gave LSU trouble. But we could not stop him. But look, he beat us about a good two right. times. But he's that dude. But Quali has kept. Quali has kept since Dak's gotten there. They haven't had a losing season since he's been there, mm-hmm. and their record has been a little bit better than it was when uh when 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 uh when when he, when Tony Romo was there. Their record's actually better. Their playoff record isn't better, but their actual regular season regular season record is a lot better. So you know um uh I will say this. I will say that that Dak deserves to be paid, but the amount. It's questionable because I don't think he deserves the money more than Patrick Mahomes deserved. Patrick Mahomes no. was just Super Bowl MVP, man. I'm about, and Patrick Mahomes, low key, it's just unreal, bro. It's unreal. But I feel like this will always take us back to those rap lyrics. Always, always, always. Would you rather be overpaid or oh. underrated? No, no, no. You flip it. Is it you rather be? Overrated or underpaid? It's one of them. But either way, two chains said it. Two chains said it. Tomato, tomato, goddamn. But whatever, whichever one it is, like, would you rather? Would you rather? I agree. I'd rather be overpaid than underrated. I agree. Overrated than underpaid. I totally agree, and I feel as if though it's gonna all work itself out. But him, when whatever he gets. It's gonna kill the Texans because the Texans gotta Ooh. pay. The Texans gotta pay more than whatever he gets to Deshaun Watson because no, he's not even a fraction. That's what I'm saying. No, so, so if, if he, if, let's say he gets 36, Watson gotta get 40, 41, 42. Man, I, I, my thing with the Cowboys, man, they got I, I, the reason why I feel like everybody's against them is that they're always in the headlines. They're always somebody's always talking about them, things to skip, great and things to so many. Yeah, ESPN. Like, yeah, all that, yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, they got a lot of hype, but then what they gonna do with? it? I feel like the ownership is holding them back a little bit. I feel like, why? Get a gym in there. Yeah, man. Get a real gym. 
If your if your coach ain't doing it for you, why why he still uh, why why he, why it took so long for y'all to get rid of him? Yeah. And then you bring in Mike McCarthy. Okay, we are gonna see what happened, Mike McCarthy. But like, yeah. they just always in the spotlight. But we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah. We definitely gonna see. And I I hope they benefit off of a weak division. I, I team. hope. Speaking of pandemic talk, I hope we don't lose the NFL or college football season because, Lord knows, those Saturday Sundays are amazing, and there's nothing better in the world. Then waking up Saturday morning at 8 o'clock and watching the college football pregame and waking up Sunday morning at 8 o'clock and watching Sunday pregame and then watching games all day, both Saturday and Sunday, and enjoying family time. You yeah. know? So hopefully we get a football season. But if we don't, I totally understand. You know what's even better? You know, you know what's even better? When that Saturday you're watching LSU and then that Sunday you're watching the Oilers. And we don't lose no games. We don't lose no games. You, you, we don't lose no games. I know yeah. you don't know what that feel hey, like. Hey, but it, you don't, it, you don't hey, know what that, what? you don't yeah, know what that know, feel you know, like. That's, you, know you, you root for Joe Burrow. Then you root for Drew Brees. Oh, man. You, you just see beautiful football two days in a row. I see my beautiful family. I'm cooking good. It smells good in the house. Ah, oh, that cold. Hey, you know what? Carbock hey, beer. You know, hey, you know Shout what? out to Carbock. Hey, hey, you know what? Hey, we need a sponsor, Carbock. <laughs> holler at us, you did. We need sponsors, so holler at us. We, we getting the followers up. You know what? I'm going I'm to I'm say this, and I'm going I'm to I'm kill this talk. You just, you just hurt feelings right there. You hurt, I hope. I can't wait. For September the 9th of this coming year, when my Longhorns go to Death Valley and we kill them tight. Because yeah, ain't no Jerry Borough coming back, you dig? Yeah. But yeah, no, no. You know, on to the next topic, you know. All right, so let me ask you this then. All right, uh, we're both Hoopers. Let's talk a little NBA. You know what I'm saying? Let's, let's switch it up from NFL to NBA. All right, with the league being shut down, uh, with the pandemic and all that good stuff, let me ask you, who did you think? From how the season was going, the, the Lakers were destroying, destroying things. And also, the, the, the Greek freak was, whoa, he was MVP-ish again. Mm-hmm. Although, my MVP was LeBron. We'll get into that. But who do you believe would have made out the East? Who do you believe would have made out the West? Who's your NBA champion? Also, who's your MV, MVP of the league? Well, I, I, I definitely think that, I, I think the last time we had a back-to-back MVP might have been, what, Steve Nash? No, uh, Kerr. Curry, 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 was the Curry was, yeah, uh, unanimous. And, and that that back to back year was phenomenal. Yeah, it was. It was really phenomenal. I, and I mean, the, his shot making at that time, he wasn't. He was very healthy, and he was to me, he was doing his thing. You know what I mean, I, I agree. The first year was with James Harden, though. But I'm gonna let you talk. I'm gonna let you. Yeah, that's, that's, that's debatable. It's debatable. James Harden from from way back then, even until now, he's always been in the conversation. Yeah. And I think that speaks volumes to his greatness. Yeah. But. I would say Giannis, what he's doing this year, he he has improved, and that's how to get a back to back MVP. You have to even improve even more on top of greatness, which is very very hard to in any type of profession. And he was shooting the ball better from three, which is drastic. They said that if he got a better three point shot, he'd be unstoppable, and he kind of answered the call. He's not like the people talk about LeBron's shot, but LeBron had a jumper, pull up jumper, but way way yeah, yeah, when he yeah. came in the game. Just like one consistent. First, just one consistent. Man, well, when he got hot, he got hot. Super. But like even his first his first points as a as an NBA player was a jump shot from the yeah, right, it was. from the right baseline. But um, I definitely saw that the Bucks were pretty much unstoppable because of because because of their defense, their yeah. defense, and like then they got more depth. Because uh, Chris Middleton is actually playing out of his mind, and the Lopez twins together, you always have a Lopez anchor. That's 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 a a big key, yeah. man. That's a really big yeah. key. They looked really good, but when you talk about the East, it's a lot of good team basketball out there, and I like that because LeBron's not out there to demolish you anymore. So nope. you got to have team basketball. Toronto is playing phenomenal. The bully's gone. Yeah, the bully is the gone. gone, and then Kawhi's not out there. Yeah, but like they. Yeah. 
Durant went out there. He know what he's doing. He's a very smart business The next guy. bully. Yeah, he's so, he's so smart. To, <laughs> to me, next bully. He, he, you might call, call him a snake or whatever, but he's very smart. Yeah. He's very smart, very calculated. Oh, moves. super smart. But, like, you have the Celtics. They play really good team basketball. Mm-hmm. And I really think Jason Tatum is, like, a, he's on that uh, Paul George. Most improved, easy. Yeah, on that, on that pack. Most like, easy. Paul George used to give people so yeah. many problems. He could scale LeBron problems. And he's on that trajectory. You know? LeBron nicknamed him the problem. Yeah. LeBron's nickname is the problem. He so, is a problem. Yeah, he, he is absolutely a problem. Cause he, you forget that Jalen Brown them all there, all hooping. Jalen Brown's a that's he's what I'm a, saying. He challenges LeBron every single time. He he like Jimmy Butler was with the win the Bulls. Like he brought the best out of LeBron because he has that length. He has athleticism. He can score on you as well. He's not getting tired. He he embraces the challenge. That's what you need. So that was good, and especially at a time when Philly's having all these problems with spacing and things yeah. like that. I mean, everybody can see the spacing issues from a mile away. The process was uh, kind of messed up in the picks because of spacing. So you got to make a, a big decision. That's just my opinion. I agree. You have to trade one of those guys, and those one of those guys is Embiid or Simmons. You just have to. It's kind of hard to say. I believe at this point you got to trade Embiid. No, I'm sorry, uh, Simmons. You, you got to keep. Yeah. You, you got to build around Embiid and, and trade Simmons. Yeah. Because I think I, I think you can get more for Simmons back, and you can you can find a, a better shooting guard. Yeah. First position. And then I absolutely agree with you. Cause you so that's, cause, that's cause to be seen. As a hooper, not to cut you off, as a hooper, it's it's hard if if you can't shoot Mac and I'm your post. Because now I got to leave the post to let you come in the, in the paint. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden, I'm not doing my job. Yeah. And I can't get rebounds if I'm standing 21 feet from the goal. because. I but, I, but if I'm that tall, I don't want you to get the rebounds because I want the rebounds. And so that, that conflicts in because... I don't care what you say. At the end of the day, you got things in your contract that say if you get X amount of X amount per game, you get a little X amount. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm, a, I'm a ball player, too. I get, I know what the fine print says. If you get your rebounds and you get a double-double, triple-double, you get a little bit of icing on your cake. You feel what I'm saying? But um, that I mean, the East is just it's combobulated, especially with the Wizards having problems because I think John Wall would be great right now if he yes. his speed and Brad Bill turn up to a yes. whole new level. Yes, that's going to be another tough decision for them. But I think it's about team basketball out there. But I think you always have to have that killer in the end. Yeah, and that only killer that they have with that big of like aura is Giannis. And yeah. for him to figure it out, you're letting him, especially with Ben being hurt right now, you are going to let Giannis win that to me. And I then agree. you move it to the West. It was Battle of L.A. from way back. Yeah. And then, but the Rockets are playing tremendous with, but I think they're playing tremendous with Russell and yeah. not James Harden is playing phenomenal. But but if it is a team game, but you, you're going to need James Harden to play very well in the playoffs. I agree. And he wasn't really hitting that pillar. He was getting a little bit of groove here and there, two, three games in a row, and then he'll miss on the fourth. But I just think that the Lakers and the Clippers would have took that in the I, West. I agree. I've, if if I had to pick teams... uh. Not to really, not to really bash anybody. Not to really down talk. Let me preface. Let me preface this. We're, we're both. You talking to two diehard LeBron fans in oh, here? For sure. Uh, uh, I'm a Rockets homer because I'm from Houston. I'm, I'm from Beaumont, but I pretty much lived here 27, 26, 28 years of my life. So I'm a Houston, Houstonian for the most part. I love the Rockets. Uh, Beaumont ain't got no basketball team, football team. We, <laughs> we had a, a arena football team for a little bit, but uh, yeah. Um, I root for the Rockets. I don't. I don't agree with what the Rockets did with the small ball. Mm-hmm. To be a hundred percent honest, our best chance was two years ago when Chris Paul got hurt. Mm-hmm. We were up on the Warriors game seven at home by twenty going into halftime. I think it was eighteen, twenty, whatever. 
And we committed to shooting just number threes. But when we played how we played the first half, we used Capella. The pick and roll was working. I believe Chris Paul was a better a better fit for this team. Not so much with James Harden, but with this team than what Russ is. I think Russ and James are two phenomenal. And shout out to, to Russ for buying the 650 computers for the kids in Houston who needed it for school. There's not enough that you can say about Russ. I, you know what? People talk about Russ personally, and you may have personal issues with him, but I love Russ. You know what I'm saying? Russ is, is a great human being. You know what I'm saying? He's a competitor, though. And I, I think fans get caught up in thinking that a competitor is going to be friendly, a friendly guy with you. But as a, I, I, can, I, I can speak for me because Mac is just quiet. But I can speak for me. When I get into competitive mode, your fans are, are, are my enemy. Like, nobody's a friend. I don't care about mm-hmm. nothing. And that's just how Russ takes it. Russ doesn't attack his hometown fans. But when he's on the road and a road fan is getting in trouble, he gets a bad rap because he attacks back. But that's because Russ, like, that's how he builds his armor. I bet you that dude, I don't know Russ person, but I bet you that dude's probably the most nicest guy, most sure down-to-earth is, guy man. in person you probably sure ever meet. Is. Because he does so much... Uh, like charitable work for the community, and like not even acts. He didn't have to do what he did for Houston. He could did it for OKC, but he did it here. He did it for, for he's from LA. He did it for LA. He did it for here, and I truly respect him. But I just don't think that the Rockets would have gave the Lakers as much trouble as the Clippers because the Clippers legit are still like ten deep. Like yeah. they they have enough guys to where their bench is just as good as their starters. I, I take them over. I actually take them to at least six or seven games. Sure, if but, if. They let Russ be Russ, and then you have to. But the only problem, the only problem is, is that at the end of the game, because uh-huh. I'm gonna go back and tie into what you're saying, is that you're gonna have to tie Chris Paul into this equation. Because mm-hmm. if you look at the stats now, who leads the league in fourth quarter scoring or points of CP3, man, CP3, counting for yeah, it's, yeah, it's CP3. That's how the Thunder are winning yeah. games. They're coming back from down so much because they give him the ball and they're like, yo. Pick and roll, you find Gallinari, or you take it yourself, or you find Shooter and put him in the spot he's supposed to be in. The Rockets had him by 26 one time. Chris Paul in the fourth quarter by himself, him and uh, the boy that played for the Clippers, uh, Skay, Scott. Yeah. I used to skate. I, I, Which I, one? The uh, Shay got it. Oh, Shay, uh, SGA. SGA, yeah. yeah. I, I'm Shea sorry. Is, I, I, I didn't even yeah, mess his name up. But yeah. I, I call him SGA just to save it. The kid <laughs> is a monster. He is. And Chris Paul's getting it out of him. Yeah. And Chris Paul's getting Gallinari to give him those Denver Nugget minutes. Mm. Those, you dig what I'm saying? Those Denver Nugget minutes. Mm-hmm. And, and, and he's telling <laughs> him, Adam, hey, big fella, just do what you do best. Mm-hmm. I got the rest. Just do what you do best, yeah. and that's I'm not gonna I'm not I'm not taking thing away from Russ. Russ isn't the point guard that Chris is, and Chris isn't the point guard that Russ is. Russ is a more athletic, uh, uh, more up and down guy. Slasher. Yeah, great slasher. I think Russ could truly benefit as being a, like a two guard, like a uh, a ball handling two guard. So, but his jump shot isn't just as good as a true two guard. So so why don't we? Why don't, I, I I get this all the time that people are always complaining about the. The Russell Chris thing, I, I get it. Russell Chris Paul, mm-hmm. we didn't even mean to spend this much time on this, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's just crazy. I want to look at it like this: Why, why are we talking about trading Chris Paul and Russell? We're, we're talking basically. We're missing James Harden because of, oh, he's MVP. You should yeah, move yeah. him, but like Russ MVP too, and yeah. Chris Paul had his time where he should have won MVP too. Yeah. So what happens if think about this dynamic? Instead of having Chris and James or Russell and James. Would it look any different if you had Chris and Russ together? Because then you don't have... Because the whole point of bringing Chris to Houston was so that James... 
didn't have to make late night, late yeah. game decisions, mm-hmm. and that worked for them. Yep. So now you got two of the worst guys at late game decisions with mm-hmm. Russ and Harden together. But you're gonna have you. We all knew they were gonna have regular yeah, season yeah, success. Yeah, that's yeah. just that's that's easy game. Yeah. But like if you have the recklessness of Russell and that type of like downhill up down up down, and then you have the calmness of Chris Paul for that fourth quarter, don't you think that'll kind of blend better? Way better. I will say this also. Um, I will say this also. This this might this might ruffle some feathers, but you know me, I don't care. To be fair, I believe Russ is took it o- taken over. And became the the head over heels leader of the Rockets, and he's become almost a better player than James Harden on his own team. Time out. If that ruffles feathers, they have not been watching the Rockets play I, this year. You know, but if, if that I'm serious, yeah. if that ruffles feathers, you have not watched the Rockets play because he's clearly yeah, and it's not a contest, and there's no disrespect to James Harden at all because every star is gonna have to sacrifice something. Obviously, Russell. Is the better player I at agree. least this year? I, I, I won't say it won't last like that, but I, it, it, if, he is. I think Russ is overall the better leader than James. Tough. If you ask me the truth, Tough. if 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 you want to go, um, if you want to go and be really funky, real about like talking pro hoops, James Harden may be the first, if not top three, skill players we've ever seen ever. Like ever, I'm talking like. Beginning of time to now, probably one of the most skilled players I've ever seen. Like, dude is just a skilled, talented, can put the ball in the hoop. Mm-hmm. You're not going to stop that, young man. No disrespect, James. But when it comes to IQ and leadership, I think James has a younger mentality. I think the city has swallowed him a little bit. And I think... They I probably have. Definitely <laughs> solid. But, 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 hey, you laughing. But to be fair, but to, but, but to, no but, pun but to, but to be fair, no bull. But, 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 but to be fair, pause, no homo. But to be fair, to, to be 100% fair, uh, Houston swallowed a lot of great guys that came here and played here because Houston is one of those cities where it doesn't Coach seem like it's like this. Coach people, Coach. people, people paint us as riding horses and chariots, Coach. but it's it's the culture's amazing Coach here. Him, the goat of all goats musically, and we'll get into music later. Is Drake, and his biggest inspiration is Houston. For it, it, if you've never been to Houston, come and visit. Well, Trust know, me. You know my thought New Orleans in there because you know, yeah, yeah, Wayne yeah. and to be fair, to be fair, <laughs> anything. I say east of of Austin, closer to the border of, mm-hmm. of Louisiana, Texas, is really the west version of Louisiana because we're all people that left Louisiana that, that came here for money purposes. You know what I mean? Like, right, right, we right. all came here for money purposes. But back to the basketball, um, I feel as if though Russ came, when they went small, small ball, oh my God, Russ stepped up and it was like Russ became way more efficient of a basketball yeah, player. Absolutely. Russ is shooting. 12 of 16, you know what I'm saying, 28 points, uh, 13 of 17. I think, uh, I think also what helps that is that, I'm sorry to cut you off, but no, what good. helps that is that he's not shooting threes. No, they try to make him into like a, he's not He's not a catch and shoot guy, he's not a three-point shooter. He is a mid-range, he, you know what, he is what Chris Paul was giving you mid-range-wise, but a ton more athletic and a lot less injury-prone because he's a younger guy, and he hasn't had a major, major injury yet besides the uh, the, the meniscus deal with uh, Patrick Bell, which also ties to the Rockets. Yeah. But but I will say this. If 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 the Rockets would have been smart, just, just, this is this is this is a dream cast, me speaking. People have heard me say this before. You, you couldn't have made it happen. My dream trade would have been, it, it just me personally, 
I'd love to have seen a Kawhi and Chris Paul or a, personally speaking, a Clay and Chris Paul in Houston with, with, with Capella and the guys that were around him because to be fair, I don't think James Harden is a true two guard. He's really more of a point two. He's a, he's like a like a like a point guard type shooting guard type player where he 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 ball dominates. And to me, basketball is never gonna work when you have your two guard dribbling the ball for fifteen to twenty seconds in the shot clock because he's taken away from the flow of the game. Basketball is a yeah. game of ebbs and flows, and everybody can touch the ball to feel involved. Mm-hmm. Even if even if you're not shooting the ball. It makes you feel good if you touch the ball and you're the one that got the assist to P.J. Tucker. You know what I'm saying? You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. I do. And I'll say this before I switch to the topic. I'll say this. I think that he is – I think James Harden is so good that he's going to have success later on in his career when he decides to stop dribbling the ball so much. I agree. And when he – Gets the keys to the second unit like he did in OKC. I agree. So that first unit, you are the shooter and you're not the primary ball handler. I agree. The bench comes in and that's like your little Houston Rockets group. Yeah. And you are the primary ball handler with that second group so that y'all don't fall afloat. Then you go to the bench and you let the primary guy take over, kind of like that's what the Rockets take. are doing. That's a great take. Yeah, that's but, a great take. Let's that, 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 to be fair, because I know I know we got I know we got to keep the pace going. But to be fair to what you just said, that was probably the best way and means of explaining how they should use Russ and James together. But a lot of people feel as if though Russ should sit down first and let James keep his thing going. No. I I, I truly feel as if though if you gave Russ, Eric Gordon, Ben McLemore, uh, 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 another shooter, P.J. Tucker, and a big that could play with them, they'd be perfectly fine. Let James come back off the bench early because – no disrespect to James. Nine times out of ten, James is usually out of shape. Ninety percent, ninety percent of the time. Anyway, hey, the man lives his life, and I ain't, ain't nothing wrong with that. If you gave me, cool, a, if you gave me a couple hundred million, cool, cool, I'm living mine too. I think he's living the greatest life that he can. Bro, and we, I love it. We I all would live that life, low key. I, I didn't say we all, but a lot of us would live that life if we could if we had the money to just. Do it. It wasn't for these kids. I've been no, living like that. No joke. No joke. If I'm, if I'm 27, no kids. I'm come on, come yeah. on. Yeah, but no, no. I, I, I truly feel as if though, um, Rockets. Wouldn't have been that that back to all the way to the back. I think it'd have been the Lakers, Bucks to get to the championship. Absolutely, and I'm taking I'm taking Bron because Bron showed me before all this guy had uh, the, minus the Nets loss because that was just a bad loss. Yeah, that was just a right. But that's the season, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. But that Bucks game and that Clippers game that was fucking 2011, 2012, bro. Oh yeah, that was that was that no headband, bro. No, 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 that was he no was, headband, he was bro. Going crazy. He was that that crazy. was bro played defense on on Giannis, played defense on Kawhi, and he was attacking. I like that those games was back to back. Like I love in it. The same I love game, it. Like a playoff series would be. Bro was MVP. On, so, I, yeah, no, for sure, for sure. Bron MVP. So like with, with all this Bron talk, that we talking about LA. We're gonna mix in a little bit of Kobe. Mm-hmm. And um, let's talk about his little influence because you see, I'm still stuck in the month of February. I'm of just, I, I can't get out of it. Of course you are. But uh, I want to talk about Kobe and about how his like his influence on like the legacy? Lakers okay. and the legacy he has there, and probably how people are trying to like compare like his legacy there with LeBron's. And it, it's not about that. LeBron just wanted to go somewhere. Yeah, 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 So yeah, that's yeah. people you got to understand. Yeah. But I want to talk about that and like especially if we're going to talk about Kobe and LeBron, you got to say who is the GOAT? Ooh. How do you even define a GOAT? Ooh. Because a GOAT means what greatest of all time. Yeah, yeah. But like I asked you this earlier and it kind of um it kind of got you a little bit, but like is it GOAT? Is a goat mean like it's just one goat? Uh-huh. Because even a goat, I think goats move in herds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so there's more than one goat. Yeah, right. So you can either, you can have that type of logic, 
or is there goats in time mm. over time or mm. is there just one or is there just goats of that time because like you Houston I'm like, yeah. I'm almost keep reference this because we're going to have a big Houston following base it's because a lot of people take dream over a lot of big men I'm talking about they take dream over Kareem and I'm just yeah. like whoa hold on yeah. but then they give you the little background you're yeah. like, oh, okay okay they take dream over Shaq you're like whoa you're like wait hold on yeah. and they break it down yeah, you're yeah, like yeah. I see what you're saying they take dream over Duncan because what he was doing the Robinson when yeah. Duncan was looking yeah. dead at him you know yeah. what I mean so like you have these these goats in their own right because you can't you can't be like oh dream not one of the top top Man, he, he not. You he, can't say he not top three big man because man, he be like, man, nah. he, he, he's but top say, two and he might not be two. He because might he, be but you one. got Will, Kareem, yeah. Shaq, him, Duncan. Is Duncan a five or four? Like which one you put him in? I will, like I will say this: the goat talk. You made a great point, and I'm gonna go to this from now on. When I talk goat talk, I'm not gonna no longer say greatest of all time. Because there are grades of time. You know what I'm saying? Grades of that time. G-O-T-T. G-O-T-T. Hashtag that. G-O-T-T. Grades of that time. Because I'm here to tell you, uh, Hakeem Olajuwon was the second best player in the league, only behind Michael Jordan when he was in the league. And then he left. And he left. And when he left, what did Dream do? Two back-to-back. And he swept Shaquille O'Neal. You rookie, did? though. Rookie. 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 He, he wasn't a rookie. He wasn't a rookie. He was two years in. He was two years in. He was two years in. Oh, that was rookie Penny. year. Penny was rookie that year. Penny was rookie. Man, Penny. what? Penny came after after Shaq. Penny was rookie. Penny's rookie. So he took two young bucks, bro. Yeah. Two but, young bucks. But, but, but he beat Patrick Ewing. And Patrick Ewing was a nice... Patrick can't beat nobody. He can't beat his own shadow, bro. David Robinson was, was MVP of the league. My boy Dream... Barbecue chicken. Cook that boy, bro. <laughs> Cook that. Hey, it was so pathetic. The, the writers are like, damn, we voted the wrong guy's MVP. Maybe we should have voted Dream. They've been doing that for years. Oh, yeah. But I will say this. Rest in peace to Kobe. I will say this. and A lot of people, not just me, but a lot of people have discredited Kobe in the discussion when it comes to LeBron, Michael Jordan, and we just skip over Kobe. Kobe had a fantastic career. He did amazing things. I've I've watched Kobe in person twice in my life, and I'm here to tell you it was worth every dollar I spent to go to the game. You know, uh, Kobe showed up every night. He played every game as if it was the finals. You know what I'm saying? People hate Kobe because Kobe destroyed their, destroyed their team. Mm-hmm. That's why we hate Kobe. Let's be real. We don't hate Kobe because he was trash. We hate Kobe because he destroyed our team. Mm-hmm. We all had a dream like, oh, we're going to beat Kobe tonight. Mm-hmm. And Kobe showed up fourth quarter and destroyed us. Like, destroyed us. Like, it, that's why we hate Kobe. But when you have to look back as an objective follower of the game, Kobe really was that dude, bro. Mm-hmm. He really he really was. And rest in peace to him. Rest in peace to Gigi. You know what I'm saying? I feel for the family. I feel for Vanessa, his other kids. You know, uh, but when it comes to goat talk, I have three goats, like all-time goats to me, or greats of their time. And it's going to be MJ for me uh, of the 90s, Kobe of the early 2000s, uh, mixed in with Shaq. Uh, I think they shared that. Yeah, they sure. shared it. They really did. And, and then, then Tim Duncan was like that underline. Yeah, un- underline, like right next tier guy. Like he, yeah. he never got the full credit he should have got because he didn't always win. Finals MVP, yeah, like that, but yeah. he was the big fundamental, fundamental. You know what I mean? I and then, and then my guy now, and it's gonna be him for a while. But I, I have a feeling of who my next goat is gonna be, 
But right now it's LeBron. It's not even close. But my next goal, I don't think it's going to be Giannis. I don't think it'll be James Harden. I don't think it'll be uh, a Devin Booker or Kawhi or Paul George. I think my next goal is going to be Zion Williams. But that's a whole other story for another day. We'll get to another we'll day. Like that, but, but, but I definitely agree with you, bro. I want to know who your goats are, but I definitely think that uh, LeBron right now is the goat of this time. But that that every era had a time. I'm old enough to have watched Jordan win his first three and his second three. I'm old enough to have watched uh, Dream win two. I'm old enough to like been in school and high school watching Kobe win the three. Shaq, and I've always remember Shaq like coming in young, bald head with the sideburns, and then becoming like an absolute monster, yeah. like a problem, bro, yeah. like. I don't even understand how much of a problem Shaq. Like, Shaq was unstoppable, bro. Yeah. Like, for a he, good five-year stretch, you couldn't stop him. So, my goals is like, of course, I'm going to say LeBron. But that goes without saying I'm, I'm not trying to be, you know, people be like, LeBron sexuals and LeBron this and that or riders. I'm saying I won't even touch that. But what I would say is that Shaq was the most dominant figure I've ever seen. Like, you throw the ball down to him, wrong foot, right foot. He dunking it. He might miss the free throw, but, man, LeBron missing free throws. He was just dominant as could be. And I think we take that away from Kobe's legacy is because um, so because of um, he had help. Yeah. And a lot of guys that come in the league, they don't have help. Yeah. Like, D-Wade came in and turned that organization around. He had no... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Chill out, let me put my point, man. Get yeah, cause, out of here, hey, 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 because my boy D-Wade came in rookie year. They went to playoffs, my boy Karan Butler and my boy Lamar Odom. They had a nice squad, bro. It was like 8C, 7C, though. There was 7 seed and they broke it up. They could have built that team, but they broke it up. But but that's because Lamar was kind of wanting money, though. But, yeah, you're right. You have a point. But Shaq I, came yeah. through, though. Yeah, he did. Clutch. Hey, people discredit Shaq. And in the Miami years, Shaq was still averaging 22 points a game. Man, Shaq and, and still the getting double-digit hey, boards, look, man. Look, in the finals, he averaged 18-6 and 14 boards a game. And, and he averaged 1.8 blocks a game. Shaq was still a problem. A monster, Shaq, Shaq said himself, he's like, hey, I'm going to do what I do. You go off, D-Wade. Yeah. Because he understood that was the formula. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, it took Kobe a little minute to yeah, say that, yeah. hey, that formula works for Shaq, and he accepted it. Why Why not me as well? Yeah. And so once he got Powell and Bynum, it was, it was over. Because he needed a big man. He needed a big man. Yeah. He, he said, I could, I could take down three. I could take down point guard, small forward, and shooting guard. I could take care of him. I just need you to take care of the big. So let me ask you this. Was it, was it more so that he needed guys to have a big, or was it more so he got those guys and it made the triangle work better? I think it's a little bit of both. Because the, the triangle works with a good functioning big. I agree. That, that's agree. what it is. The triangle, it worked. Because if you have Kwame Brown down there and Kobe, all your attention is on Kobe and not on... Kwame. Yeah. yeah. But if you swap Kwame with Andrew Bynum and Paul Gasol, now you're giving Kobe a one-on-one and for him to move around. Now you got issues. You know what I'm Big saying? issues. Yeah, but you can't have Bum Bum down there yeah. and Bobo the Fool on the wing yeah. and expect the triangle to win so to uh, to uh, work. It, it doesn't work like that. Yeah, true, true, but like, true. Uh, but yeah, but like that's that's... I think that T Mac was a good a good um, player for a while. I think Penny was too, and these are guys that didn't even win anything. But I definitely feel like you gotta give them their respects. But I wouldn't call them goats. I would say that Dream is a goat in his own right. Yeah, Shaq is a goat in his own right. Yeah. Kobe for sure. Uh, you can you can say what you want to say about Steve Nash, but he stole two yeah, from somebody, yeah. and a couple of one people. One from Shaq. One from Shaq. He stole one from Shaq, and probably one from Kobe. Yeah. And so even if however you want to put that, that gotta be. 
worth saying something. Gotta be. Because he even changes the way that point guards even play the game now. Like, yeah. Even the guys that are so crafty now is just further out. Mm-hmm. That, that came from, from Nash with the one-footers and the two different foot finishes. You Tony, know what Parker, Tony Parker took a lot of that work. Yeah, he yeah, did. Yeah. So that that helps. And that, that you can't call him not a GOAT for the things that he's in. And he's Canadian. So okay. that even helps at that. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So it, it, just, it just depends, bro. Yeah. I, um... On top of that, uh, before we change subjects, uh, I want to give a shout out to Cat, man. Uh, sorry, big time man. for the loss, bro. Yeah, man. Uh, man, I, man, this coronavirus is serious. If y'all think it's a joke, man, it's not a joke. Young people are passing, old people are passing. Yep. Cat just lost his mom. Carl Anthony Towns just lost his mom, and uh, yeah, know, his father's still fighting. Yeah, his father's still fighting. You know, it's not guaranteed he's gonna make it from it. Hopefully, man, you got our prayers. From Mac and Mac, bro, you got our prayers, bro. Hopefully yeah, this reaches man. you that's somehow, awesome, bro. Awesome. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Much love, bro. Uh, I'm a fan of your game, and I hope that everything works out for you, brother, because, man, I've lost a parent. We both lost a parent in this yeah, room. Man. Just recently, we, too. Yeah, man, man. So I, and we feel you, bro. I, I, I watched a video of, like, let's see, like, uh, when he committed to Kentucky and, like, to have her next to his side. You could feel, like, their bond. To be fair... You and him have a similar mom yeah. and son experience. Yeah. So right? I seen it. I couldn't even. I couldn't even get through. He like he wanted to like break down and grab his mom, and I was just like, you know what? I, I had to cut it off. And that was the end of social media for me. Uh, two nights ago. I, I, it was last night actually. I, yeah, okay, man, it's over for me. I don't blame him. you. It's it's, it's tough, just, bro. It's yeah, tough, man. man. It's tough. I I feel for him. I feel for his family, bro. Um, social distancing, man. Like, please, please. Like, if we can save one life, let's save one life. That's all. Like, we don't think enough. If we can just save one life, we'll be good. You know what I mean? But yeah, uh, definitely. Um, but yeah, now nah, let's let's hop to this next subject. Let's let's see what else we gotta talk about today. So yeah, now it's time to talk about that uh that culture, culture, culture. Ooh. Little um little media, music, movie. Like you said, we're just gonna try to tie this into yeah. it. But like right now, we're just gonna try to keep it with the culture. And uh, really, you know, I'm gonna bring up Drake. 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 But, um, Aubrey. No, it was uh, confirmed today that he had another number one debut single. And, mm. like, you said, what? It was only him, Mariah, and the and Beatles. The Beatles, man. Right? Him, so, Mariah, like, and the Beatles. He's continuing to to top the charts, to, like, to tear it up, rewrite history. And, I mean, I've, we've been talking about goats with, like, basketball, so we also going to tie that into here. Like, you said that Diddy called him officially, like, one of the Top goats. five, man. Yeah, because, goat, I mean, he's man. doing things that... I mean, we've seen pop people do, but not like musically with hip hop. Like that's tough to do because to make it mainstream and to appeal to so many different cultures and different uh, parts of the world, that's tough to do for hip hop because the things like the content we're talking about and things like that. And you can't say that he's not. I mean, he at the end of the day, he is a a black. He's a black rapper. You know what I'm saying? Even though he light skinned, like he's still a black. He's got the work. He's a black Jew. Yeah, he's a black Jew. So even his own people don't like him, and then like the black people, he's not what? He's not black enough. Come on, that's tough. I think he said in the rap too. He did. He did. Like the things he's doing, bro, you cannot discredit it. Like he's 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 battling with the weekend, and the weekend's not even in his same genre. Is it somebody from his hometown that he's gonna just push him to like? Shout out to Abel. Shout out to Abel. Yeah, shout out to Abel. The man used to be homeless, and now he's doing numbers. I know. Phenomenal, man. That's absolutely phenomenal. So how do you how do you look at that that Drake thing? Like I know you you said something earlier about him being from Toronto, but having that Houston influence. Like how yeah. do you rate him, and how do you think his influences came to be to formulate this great I, rapper? I I want to say uh, first and foremost, you know what I'm saying, Drake. I hope this gets to you too, Brody. Just like Cat, I hope this gets to you, Brody. But I respect you. You got a goon for life, you feel me? Yeah, and yeah. me, because, like, man, your first album, 
Miss me when I'm gone. You shout out to Brody. Shout out to JJ. You know what I'm saying? Shout out John John, JJ, Shooter Mac, whatever you know him by. He was Another like a, Mac, yeah, he was, Mac, he was he was he was he was a brother to me. Anybody that knew the situation closely knew, you know what I'm saying? Bro stayed with me for a little bit when he came home from a uh, boot camp. Uh even afterwards we 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 super stayed in touch. We we ran together, all types of stuff like that. And like he was cool with Drake. And he didn't want to put me on Drake. And man, I thought Drake was gonna be alright. But you know, like, you know, yeah, you yeah. like, man, it's gonna be a phase. You're gonna be cool for a minute and you somebody else. You saw, somebody you saw that in. comeback season little cut, you was yeah. like, what was it light skin yeah. Light skin rappers wasn't really popping like that. You know what I'm saying? And I'm here to tell you, like especially because you gotta think, at that time, this is when Drake first came out, like Gangster rap was, I guess, a gangster, but like trap rap was still big. Like mm-hmm. rapping about drugs and selling drugs was bigger than mm-hmm. doing drugs at that time. Like now it's all about doing drugs, but like back then it's about selling drugs and if these girls and I ain't got no feelings and I kill everybody out here and I rob the plug and you know all that good talk. Drake came in behind. Uh, real shout out to my boy Kanye behind Kanye's movement of like. You don't have to be that. You can be yourself. And there's guys like you. There's hipsters out there like you that are, you know, they're listening to the trap music because that's what rap is right now. At but, that time, I believe they called it backpack rap. Yeah, backpack rap. That's, that's exactly what they called it. You know what I'm saying? Polo, double polo, backpack rap. The you backpack, know what I'm saying? Yeah. The pink polos and stuff. I had a couple pink polos. Yeah, I had me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I went to the movies with a backpack on. Touch me. I, I did was, too. Yeah, I did yeah, too. Shit was in that backpack. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. A charger. Yeah. Uh, probably a couple shirts. Yeah, like some bulls. Yeah, like, like, this can't be funny. Yeah, 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 you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I thought it was straight night in the bag. Bottle of water, <laughs> like some chips. You know what I'm saying? Nothing serious. But yeah, Drake is like from day one. It's crazy to think that Drake's first number one hit, bro. First, he's dropped two albums prior to, three albums, I want to say prior to. But uh, his first number one hit wasn't until uh, 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 One Dance. Mm-hmm. That was his first hit. And that was his first, like, but if you go back and any Drake real fan can tell you his hits on hits. Drake has put on a large plethitude of guys that, it's, that it's owe the, him. The, it's, it's the hits that haven't come out. Yeah. It's the ones that like we don't have iTunes for. It's the ones we have to go back to SoundCloud for. Yes. That's the ones we appreciate from him. Yes. And those ones with Robin Thicke. Yes. Yes, like, yes, yes, yes. Well, Trey Songz. It was yeah. a Dwelle or Dwelle? Dwelle. Dwelle. Dwelle was yeah. a beast. Dwelle. He loved yes. Dwelle back then. Yes. Dwelle was that yeah. man back then, yes. R&B wise. He Drake, was like Raheem Devon type Ooh. of thing. You know what I'm saying? Factual. Like back then when he first Factuals. Came out, Factuals. And that was a real vibe. That was a big vibe. I feel as if though Drake is very in tune with the culture. Whatever the culture may be and what it's becoming, Drake is always in tune. He's always ahead of the curve. He took what Kanye did and didn't go crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, Kanye's yeah. still Kanye. I don't care what nobody say. Kanye's still Kanye. But uh, Drake took that formula and, like, ran with it and perfected it. And, like, Lord knows, that's probably, for every hit that Drake had, there's 10 songs that didn't make an album yeah. that you can go put on that nobody yeah. like, dang, where that song come from? That song you sent me the other day when I was out in the uh, UK, the, uh, the one with... Um Sweeter Man. No, the one with the... Uh, I've been on Future... Uh, that one. I'm talking about the Future song with the... Uh, Katie Texas Dallas. Oh, Texas, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, 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 That song yeah, probably won't even yeah. come out. It but, like, you yeah. mess with it because Classic. it's like Katie and Dallas. Classic. You know, boys are messing around. The and new joint he got. He, he did uh, Dear Summer Freestyle. Like, that ain't gonna make an album. Uh, Toronto at 5 p.m. Calabasas at 3 p.m. You know what I'm saying? Like, these songs never come out. Mm-hmm. But they're cult classics. Mm-hmm. And, like... 
you get those type of songs from a guy like a let's say like a Uzi or somebody or like a Lil Pump somebody and like they never like blow because they have those songs and no real mainstream hits. This dude can drop that, not put it on an album, and still give you an eighteen song album that's all fire. So because he's able to appeal to so many different genres with that mainstream sound, but also keep the streets locked in with that with that mainstream trap. Or the the Jamaicans with that one dance. Or, yeah. you know, my song is Pistols. I've been sleeping with a oh. pistol. Yeah, 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 yeah. He still keeps you, like, he keeps everybody, like, hooked on with a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Is it because it's mainstream? Or, like, is it, what you think it, like, what you think it is? I, I, I think he, he appeals to all, all, um, all platforms. You know what I'm saying? Like, he gives you, he, he gives you mainstream, because you need the mainstream to get the, the suburban kids that don't really, Necessarily to the underground stuff all the time, but to, now in today's society, everything is readily available to you if you want to look it up. So mm-hmm. any, it's not like how it was ten years ago, where like yeah, we had our own sound, mm-hmm. and then they had to make songs so they can get people to listen to that sound and bring them into the sound. Like now, with the social media and everything else going on, you literally don't have to be a mainstream rapper and can be huge. I look at NBA YoungBoy. NBA Youngboy has probably the biggest following of all rappers, but he's not necessarily mainstream. But the dude does numbers. Like, he does numbers. Every, and he drops an album, like, every three weeks. He's, like, boosty, but, like, the new age of it, and he has his own cult following. But Drake takes his own cult following and can literally, literally go anywhere with it and can gain any audience from it because he makes music that can relate to anybody. He has a little bit of everything from everywhere. Only time Drake messed up, he didn't even mess up. Uh, only mistakeish type moment he had was the flog now where he went there and they weren't feeling it because they looked for Frank. But Frank is like a whole different. That's a different. Vibe, that's a different you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, and, and to be fair, Drake has some 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 vibeish. He has a lot of vibe music, but Frank vibe is a different vibe from Drake. Yeah. To be fair, and not that's no slug to either guy. That's I love right. both. I yeah. like. Hey, I love both. Both. Like. I think. I think what's confusing is that. You could, this say like we was having like a little kickback, not a full function, but like mm-hmm. a kickback, and we played certain Drake songs with Frank music mixed in it. Oh, it's a whole vibe. Oh, we drinking yeah, wine and yeah, things like yeah. that. It's a, it's a whole vibe. But if it could be a whole another Drake vibe when he's in concert and he's performing the hits and yeah. the things that get you pumped up, and if you came in to see Frank and see him sing nights, yeah, 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 your oh. whole your whole oh. ambiance, you probably took the wrong. Pill yeah. or something like for that type yeah. of moment. Yeah, because to be fair, that was a bad setup for Drake because Tyler and Frank go together like Wade and LeBron. Mm-hmm. Like they just like I don't like I don't careful how you say that because Wade and LeBron didn't mesh well in Cleveland, so maybe it's dependent on the type of bridge. I'm on. talking Miami, nah, Wade okay, and LeBron. Okay, you know okay. what I'm saying? I'm talking. <laughs> I'm talking that Wade and LeBron. I'm talking Olympics Wade and LeBron. You okay. know what I'm saying? I'm talking okay. like like we can't be beat. I'm talking like our future is pretty much the 2012, no, 20 or 2008 redeem team. Mm. That's what to me our future is. Those because Earl Sweatshirt got go too, and like that's a sound though. That's a different, mm-hmm. like aesthetically sounding sound. That that sound is nothing like Drake's sound necessarily. Mm-hmm. Drake has sound songs that could fall into that sound a little bit, mm-hmm. but that is exactly what they're about. All the time, yeah, fact, you know fact, what I mean. Fact. So, it, it I I think that uh I really feel as if though, 
Drake is the GOAT now, bro. Like, it ain't even close. It ain't even... It's, I don't... I, you know, record sales, he the past of Eminem. Like, yep. uh, number ones, he the past of everybody else. Because like, especially when it was that Eminem, Lil Wayne thing, it was like Eminem was selling more. Yeah. Wayne was better. Was yeah. obviously fucking better. But, like, he pretty much mixed <coughs> both... He mixed both of them. Bless you, man. Appreciate he mixed it. both of them. Right? And mm-hmm. he got he got the album sales and he got the plug in the streets. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So and if you and if you never listened to an Odd Future song before, I would say go listen to Analog Two oh, of Odd Future. That's like the kinda like the beat is kinda yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Then Frank come in there. And great then, like, intro. Great intro. The intro, them. and then they switch up the beat midway. Yeah. So it's like two songs in one. And meet me at the light ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a whole other yeah. vibe. You, you'll see what yeah. we're saying. If, 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 um, I will say this too. Let me say this too. I said it on Twitter. I'm going to say it on here for the people. If you date a chick, and for the ladies, if the ladies are listening, I'm going to tell you all the truth. Ladies, if you don't have no Tyler on your playlist, not Tyler, <laughs> Frank on your playlist, most I ain't gonna have Tyler, but a little Frank on your playlist. All you got is Cardi B and Meg Stallion. Ladies, get your life together. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, get off of, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can't even, hey, hey, I'm not saying I'm the perfect of perfects, but I can't even date a chick if she ain't listening to Frank and in tune with that type of vibe. Because, like, I'm a smoker. I ain't gonna even front. I smoke weed. I'm a heavy smoker. You know what I'm saying? If you need weed, come holler at your boy. You dig? I smoke uh, with you. We can have a good time. So, but like, like so. I'm telling you the truth. <laughs> I, I can't. I, I can't date chicks that only jam Cardi and Lizzo and Meg Thee Stallion. If she ain't got no Frank on the playlist, I can't vibe with it Bro, because my vibe is it's, I, it's different. Different. It's different. It's different. It's different. Yeah, but I'm just saying. You gotta just have pyramids. Novocaine, like one of these joints got to be on the playlist somewhere. If you can't relate to none of them songs. Some girls say you're from a different side of the town. Man. You know that North North. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. That West, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you, oh, you listen to Amigos. <laughs> like, like, baby, it, I know you're 25, but grow up. It, it depends, bro. Like, grow the fuck up. Be on that. We'll see. <coughs> but no, I, <coughs> excuse me. I'm over here sneezing the car when I got that wrong. Excuse me. But I'm here to tell y'all. That row row. I, um... To speak more on Frank, man. Speak more on Frank and Tyler, cause me, even me and this guy, sometimes he'd be like, "Dog, you going too far." Like, I, I didn't, I wasn't first initially on Frank or Tyler or our future to be fair, but they grew on me, and like I'm a diehard fan of their music now because they make great music. Like they make great feel good music. It's not just, uh, it's not just weirdo music. Listen to the music. You know what I'm saying? Vibe out to it. Enjoy it. Don't just think that. Uh, I hate when people feel like they just have to listen to. To to one certain genre of music like that isn't the, that isn't the move at all like I I genuinely listen to everything and I like everything I I don't just like you know rap I like I like rock I like pop I like everything I listen I listen to gospel uh, but I really feel as if though like I had to say this on the cast like man if a, if I date a chick and she ain't got no Frank on the playlist. I'm big gone. Like, I just got to walk away from it. And, like, maybe dudes are just, you know, because, like, it's cool. If, if you a trapper and all you want to listen to is money bag, yo, cool. Do you. <laughs> you feel me? Jab your money bag, yo. But, you know, black youngster, all that, that's cool. But, like, sometimes you got to change the the vibe in the room. And, like, it's a song. I put Mac on this a while back. A song called Vibrate. You know what I'm saying? By Andre 3000. Vibrate. And it's so real because it's, like, 
you got to vibrate at a, at a higher frequency to like receive what you're really looking for from the world. You know what I'm saying? Like I believe in stuff like that. Like I ain't gonna get deep yeah. into that. Like all my my beliefs and all that good stuff today, because we got a bunch of time to talk about that. But I definitely feel as if though, if we're on a vibe, and we're talking about man, it's a vibe, I, and and it's not a turn up, but it's a vibe. That's a difference. That's a huge difference. Yeah. People confuse a turn-up and a vibe. A turn-up isn't a vibe. A turn-up is what it is, a turn-up. Right, right. A vibe is where we can get away, escape, and the mind can wander as I listen to music. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, Swim Good is a great vibe song. Yeah. Swim Good is a song you can put on. You ain't even got to listen to the words, but just the music itself. Oh, my God. It'll take you somewhere. And, like, if you smoke and you can't get a vibe off something, like, I grew up DJ's crew. I love DJ's crew. Love it. You know, a lot of people are trying to imitate it. They can't duplicate it. They're imitating it. you never be DJ's crew. But that's a vibe in its own. But, like, now I, I can get on Frank and get in some Tyler, some I Have Future, a little Mac Miller, you know, stuff like that. And it's a vibe, especially Drake. Drake could definitely put me in a vibe. Speaking put put that jaded on, and it's definitely a vibe. Oh, yeah, for sure. Speaking of, speaking of DJ Screw, shout out to Slim K, because he's not trying to imitate or mm-hmm. duplicate. He paid his respect, and he always say, it's a DJ Slim K. He the, uh, he from out of Houston. He always say, if Screw didn't do it, then it ain't Screw. Which is right. which is dope, That's but he uh, he he chopping, he slops some thing. He call it chopping slop. Yeah, yeah. Chop, chop not, not slop, slop yeah. instead of chopping screw. Yeah. And like he he actually he's amazing with it. He be, he rocking with OG Factual. One C Factual. And, and Slim K man, shout out to Slim K again. Yeah. He he uh, he real nice with it. Yeah. But I don't even know that man, but I just know he be putting in work with his man. music and stuff. Man, Slim K is a him and Candlestick them got a amazing group, man. Them guys got a them guys are truly. Make great music. I um I recently got on an album. I'm trying to think of the name of the album right now. It is a uh, what was the name of the album I just got on it? Slim K did. It's a he did a screwed and chop album. Oh, oh what was he just released? It was something wave. Uh third coasting on a purple wave. Hey, down soft Gulf Coasting, man. That joint it's a Daniel Payne and Slim K joint. Hey, it's a vibe. It's a vibe. Houston is different. I can't speak to people in New York, people across the pond, people in Cali. Although Cali rock with what we do too, but like Houston has its own vibe and our own thing. And that is an amazing uh that is an amazing mixtape. You know what I'm saying? That's an amazing mix. It's only three songs, but it's really good. I I I love screw and chop music of anything to be fair. You know what I'm saying? Because I grew up on it. So, so what we doing what we're doing now is that we kinda getting off of the mainstream. We're yeah. kinda going into like Things that's like completely a vibe, and like I'm not saying that it doesn't have to be mainstream to be a vibe. Yeah. But like, what kind of things do like? So other than like, because Frank is mainstream now. But yeah, he, he is. He, yeah. Our future is mainstream. Nah. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, Earl isn't. The Earl people. Isn't. The people in it. Some of the people in yeah, it. Yeah. Tyler mainstream. and Frank are. But it's, Earl is It's isn't. almost like a Dreamville type. Of yeah. Thing. Some it, of those it's, guys. It's exactly what it is. Some of those guys yeah. you know, and some yeah. guys you don't know. Yeah. You know, like Jid or. Like, yeah. If you know Jid, you don't know yeah. Jid. If you don't, if you don't know Jid, go listen to Hereditary. Amazing song. I was on Jid when I was in Canada playing ball. Jid is amazing. He's amazing. My, my assistant coach, he went to uh, UT. He was uh, amazing a rapper. Player. He was uh, uh, Cause too. Listen to Cause, uh, Big Cas, uh, them cats, uh, Big uh, Boss. Like it's a bunch of vibe cats yeah. we can jam out to. Yeah, for sure. I get. Ooh. 
Well, what's the uh, what's the boss one? What uh, what's it? Late late night job. Oh, late night, late night job. Late night job. That's a that's a damn right. Him and J Cole make classics. They do they classics. Do. And J Cole, he just needs certain people to bring out that little yeah. influence and yeah. he's got to spit that. J Cole's a vibe too. So okay, so it was gonna bring me to my next question to you. If it's um, it's been a while since some of these guys have put out like uh, <clears throat> solo tapes like. Hove has been like a thousand and something days. So like, I think time. it's the thousand days. That's like two or three years. Yeah. Much. Uh, Frank has has released a solo tape in a forever. <coughs> hey, bro, if you got that Rono. Nah, in a Rono. It's about to be the second and last. <coughs> I'm playing. I'm playing no bull. No bull. Yeah, right? Second and last episode of it. I'm playing. Um, and then you also got what well, I said. Frank, J Cole, and Hove. All three of them has been a while since they released a tape. Which one would you really, like really be like looking out for? Because you know Hove can like put you on some tax money. Yeah, 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 yeah. What to do in the yeah. Corona times? Well, well, or, to, I know J Cole released a tape with Dreamville. I'm a, it wasn't just straight J Cole, but when he last released his last one, that um he had King of King on Drugs. Or something yeah, like that. yeah. I, I was, Kids on Drugs. Kids, Kids on, on Drugs. drugs. That was man. That made my my Amazing. mind wonder. Amazing. But like when Frank released that last one, he had Nike. Yes, and, uh, Nights on there. Nights. That was a uh, blonde. The album blonde. blonde. That was blonde. And it's, it just made you uh, self control. Yeah, self control. Ooh, self-control. Ooh. solo reprise. Solo reprise. Even when that uh, they go, eh. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying, man. Hey. So, like, out of those three, like, which one are you, like, most looking forward to for the um, album? It's, hopefully, it'll be this year. Well, Cole has an album coming out, actually. Cole has an album. From what I heard, I can't confirm this. But just because he has it coming out. Yeah, 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 out, yeah. Which one are you looking most um, forward the, to? The most forward that I would look forward to? Oh, oh you pulling teeth. I would pass. I ain't going to say pass, but if I rank them... So start, Jay- bi- start bench cut. There you go. Start bench cut. Jay Z will be third on that list. So you will cut his album. And yeah. You'll most likely be looking for Frank or. I'm most forward to looking to. I would probably uh if you marry, kill whatever they call that whatever. Oh yeah. I would kill, uh. Marry, yeah. I would I I would. Frank will be the one I most look forward to if it's an organic album. But J. Cole would be like 1A, 1B because J. Cole albums are always organic. Yeah, and I feel like... Which is amazing to me because he's mainstream now, but he's still organic, you know? Yeah, and that's a very tough thing to do, especially in the rap game. Yes. It's very, very... Because either you're going to do it too under or you're going to do it too over. It's very hard to catch that little gray area. You know what I'm saying? I agree. What about yourself? Who who would you say out of those three? I'm definitely looking forward to Frank. Uh, I've been on Frank since... Sophomore year of college. That, Sheesh. Uh, 2012. Yeah. Sheesh. 11, uh, 2000, yeah, around that area. And I was, um, I've been a fan ever since I heard um, Accurate Integral. Sheesh. And that, that was like my first song I heard. And I, Amazing. I, I was blown away. I'd ima- I never I, knew. Hey, I can imagine. And then only <laughs> to, to help that he's from New Orleans. Yeah. He moved to New Orleans and he was in Texas for a while. It kind of made me feel like his, like where he was drawing his influences from. And like I can hear the pain in his voice and listen to the words, people. Yeah, and and like listen to the vibe and like I'm not judging him about his, yeah, yeah, his yeah, preference yeah, yeah. and nothing like that. Listen to the words, people. Do. Yeah, he, he make great music. He does. He, make he does. Music. They wasn't judging Queen and them boys off of Bohemian Rhapsody, so they should be judging this man. So at all, that man, he makes phenomenal music, bro. And that's that's just how I feel. About I, it. I truly feel as if though. I would love for a Frank album to come out. Cause he's been giving singles here and there. It's been holding it down. Yeah, man. yeah. But like, I need like an 18, 
track joint. I take a twelve track joint at this point. It's just so much feeling in his album. Yeah, it has to be emotionally training for him. I I, I know. I, I I agree with you. I feel as if though Frank is one of those guys that lives life and just writes about what he lived. So like, like he, yeah, like he's living life right now. And then once he's done living whatever he's living, yeah. whatever he's living through, because I, I I take it to this. Bryson Tiller's first album was amazing. But once he got a girlfriend, his sound kind of changed. And once he got happy, his sound kind of changed. Mm-hmm. And like, Frank, on the other hand, Frank ain't just going to put an album out just to make the label happy. Mm-hmm. Frank's going to make sure that his mm-hmm. cult following, his true following, are going to be enjoying what product mm-hmm. he puts out. And I think at the end of the day, we could all put out a bunch of just nonsense to hear ourselves talk. But when you put out some meaningful music, like meaningful, mm-hmm. like... It took me really listening to Frank to understand what Frank was talking about. And I think the thing with Bryson is that we're not wishing that he didn't have happiness. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Like I want that. you to be happy. Everybody be happy. That. I want to, I want to feel that that, like when he uh, when he first that first album, he even at his ad libs like, Ooh, yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, I feel yeah. like I don't know what you talking about, but I feel like yeah, I know that's the truth. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like. It made you feel a little something. The same thing with the weekend. You my heart. Like when the weekend was on, like his first couple, like House of Balloons and trilogy and stuff Ooh. like that. Like you can feel like the rawness yeah. and like what he was talking about. You could feel, you could almost tell what kind of drug he was yeah. on. You know yeah, yeah. Like, and you would like go down that little happy joy ride with him a little bit. That was different times back then. But. All right. On, on, on top of that, on top of that, cause we talking on the drugs and feeling what they was on. Yeah. We don't get too deep into it. We ain't got too much time in this segment. Yeah, I still got but, a career, you know. But but but. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but uh, I ain't said own the drugs yourself, but who better than future when it comes to own the drug talk? Like just I don't who think better than future? Better. Is, is future a goat? Is he a goat? I'm sorry, goat. Is he a goat of what he does? Absolutely. And if you think that he's not, if you think that he, man, he been in it for so long, man. He's been in it for like at least ten years, eleven years, about 12 ten years, years bro. And like he, he's one of those guys that they actually live that rapper life. Yeah, they don't let nothing like Fetty Wap was living, and then his his kind of yeah. career kind of halted. But like it's a lot of guys they be living, and then their career kind of halt. But like he been living his rapper life, getting these girls. Yeah, and yeah. Still putting out more heat. Do different do, girl. Do you need a water time to be alive too? Yes or no? Do I need it? Yes. Uh, I think they should. I don't think I need it, but I think that the the people want it. After after uh, life is good. I kind of need it. I kind of needed to see. What they don't miss together. No, they don't at all. That's what I'm saying. They I kind of needed. But if, if they did, would you want it to be a Metro Boomin album produced, a Zaytoven, a Esco, a Forty, or would you want a compilation of DJs? I mean, a producers to get in there and put something together. I'll, I'll say a Wale line because Wale is. We we love, I love Wale. Wale. But we haven't even mentioned him yet. Yeah. But I would say he said a line. He said most of the time the sequel sucks. Always. And sometimes that sequel can water down your first project. And I, I hope agree. It can either water it down or it can boost it and be like, man, that was just a once in a generation yeah. type of thing. And then the second one fucking sucks. But I, I don't want them to. I don't want them to put out a second one. If it's gonna water it down, if it's gonna be just as great, and that's kind of hard to, to yeah. If life is good, to, is to the, if life is good as the starter, and it's gonna only get great from there, then I want it. But, but if not, like, I don't want it. I feel like Future's gonna take that wave and run with it, and it's gonna be the end of that yeah. thing. Which but, I think he should because Drake doing his own thing. And yeah. I feel like Drake being Drake, he gonna what a time to be alive was the perfect timing for both of them. Absolutely, because they they literally. They, 
they reached yeah, yeah and, and not, not just that they reached each other's platform and like really integrated both they were communities able to cross yeah because i don't care what nobody say man future is the goat too man he's the goat he future trap music? oh he got man you. oh man I, he I, took I, it to a, a way a level that gucci man couldn't bro yeah and that's no disrespect. That's not saying that he's more legend than Gucci. I'm just saying. You know what? You know what? Hey, we're recording again on Friday. Friday, I'm I'm telling y'all right now, because this is a Gucci guy and I'm a Jeezy guy. We're gonna have a Gucci Jeezy discussion. And I hope that you all go to both of our Twitters, Instagram, whatever, and tell us who you root for. Give us questions of who you think we should pick or what you think about either or. And we're gonna discuss it on Friday, because I'm here to tell you, to me. Jeezy king of the trap, like king of the trap. Stop you know what I'm saying? Stop. G, hey, Jeezy dropped a, tell me, he dropped a triple platinum album to start it out, bro. To start it out, you talking to the old heads right now? Yeah, that's true. The, the, but, but 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 tell me, the people around my age are gonna be like definitely Gucci. But tell me, Gucci is to never be disrespected because Gucci without Gucci, bro, without without Gucci was Gucci was that dude that was trapping and robbing. Jesus, that dude that just was hustling. He was just hustling and finding a way to make money. But Gucci was probably 95% of the world. Jesus probably 5% of the world. And 95 wanted to be what Jeezy was, but they really was what Gucci was. Robbing their plug, robbing their partners, uh, 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 killing because they had to kill. Not because they wanted to kill, but because they had to kill. Uh, living that life because they had to. Listen, man, Gucci put a lot of people on. That's what oh, it's yeah. about, man. Oh, we, oh, yeah, that's we, exactly what it is. Don't give them too much because we're going right. to talk about this Friday. All right. But I promise you, this all will right. be discussed because there's a whole debate we have all the time about Gucci. I might bring some help with me, too. Oh, no. My help locked up right now, so hey. I can't give him help here. Bro. My, my help locked up. Hey, shout out to Kid Folk. I ain't going to say no names. Come say because he, he got paperwork on him. He still fighting the case. But uh, yeah, you dig? We, we, gonna, we, gonna, uh, we definitely going to come back and address this Gucci, Jeezy thing. And uh, yeah, and uh, it, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a solid, solid, solid conversation. Hopefully, y'all got y'all picks because we got ours. Trust mm-hmm. me, trust me. We might, trust play, me. we might play a few tunes in the background. We might have man. to put a couple couple tracks, you know, no copyright infringement, but a couple tracks on it and let y'all <laughs> pick and choose, or at least say the track, and yeah. you go listen to them, and and you pick and choose who you want. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But. Definitely, that's a boy. That's a boy. And in the South too, it's hard. It's hard. We are gonna talk Ti too. Matter of fact, on Friday, and say who was the real king of the trap? Who brought trap music to fruition? Because I'm old enough to remember Ti wasn't the first person to say trap music or say the trap or any of that. I don't want to say too much, but the fact is, the first person to bring up the trap was on Jezebel. My boy say, my boy Big Boy brought up the trap. Talking about, uh, and I'm sorry, Andre Three Thousand brought up the trap back then. This is in 1996, so T.I. wasn't even thought of back then. So when T.I. be talking about he the king of the trap, you didn't bring up trap music, but whatever. Hey, that goes into the, the thing about, I think Waka just said it, Atlanta been running rap music for a, Man, while, for a long so time. that's a whole other thing. Hey, hey you, you know, you know what, Friday, what we're going to do? We're we going to make Friday, we might make Friday a heavy, heavy rap debate. We may make Friday a heavy rap debate because we can make a discussion. Houston's been running rap just as long as Atlanta, if not longer. We can make a discussion. New Orleans been running Rap just as long as yeah. we can, we can probably say yeah. New Orleans helped everything bloom and same thing with because South Atlanta, Atlanta, Atlanta not really the yeah. East. Said that wasn't the South. That's so. the East, man. Pimp C said y'all Eastern time zone, y'all the East, but now y'all the South too. But I'm just saying South but man, super South. But but like uh, <laughs> like to be fair, I want to discuss the battles that they having on Friday, the rap battles they've been having on Fridays because people saying Scott Storch washed Manny. 
But Scott Storch was on there doing like song where he just played the keys. Manny Fresh did all the production mm. for Cash Money. Like, I don't know. That's we, a whole other thing. That's, that's what I'm saying. But but time. yeah, we're going to say that for later. For now, we'll wrap this up for now. And we're going to give y'all one more segment, a little bit of chit-chat. And then we'll get probably a funny story. And then we'll wrap it up. But yeah, that was that was a good talk today, man. We had, oh, so basically how we want to do this now is we're going to wrap it up. And um, like, like I said in the beginning, I'm Mackie McKnight. A.K.A. Return of the Mac. Once again. <laughs> Once. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can uh, follow me at, uh, at Return of the Mac. The E in Return is a three. And the of is a zero. And uh, that's on Twitter and Instagram. I don't really rock with Facebook. But uh, I appreciate y'all listening in to us and showing us some love. And uh, just let us know the feedback that y'all want to give us and things y'all want us to talk about. If any of y'all have time and want to become a guest on our show, y'all please shout us out for that. And uh, we have a, a Twitter page for ourselves for the whole uh, podcast coming soon. So you guys look out for that as well. Oh, yeah. And, um, yeah, uh, to follow up on Mac, this your boy, Young Mac, a.k.a. Kobe, a.k.a. Hollywood Co. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Young Mac uh, 86 Young Mac, Young, like Y-O-U-N-G, Mac, M-A-C, 86. You can find me on Twitter, Young Mac, 1986. Uh to follow up on Brody, we're going to also have the Twitter page coming soon so y'all can hit us up. Tell us whatever you like, don't like. Uh, make sure you follow, if you can, this page on Spotify. Follow it on Anchor if you can. Like it, favorite it, whatever you can. Show us love, leave reviews, all that good stuff. Um, also, uh, shout, out, shout out to my boy KB, uh, Undisputed KB. You can find this song on Apple Music, Spotify, uh, YouTube. It's a work to do by Undisputed KB. That's my my dog. We like family. Um, y'all have a good weekend. Stay safe. I have a good week. We see y'all on Friday. This your boy Young Mac and it's your boy Return of the Mac. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Check in with you, dude. Y'all stay home and be safe. Gotta go and get it in this world that we live in Ain't a damn thing given 